This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. What is up, party people? Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, owner of Meraki Media Management. You guys know where to find me. If you haven't followed us yet on Instagram, you're definitely going to want to do that. We offer tons of free value and free tips. We also do offer free coaching through our DMs. So slide into my DMs, guys. I can help you out. Hit me up at at M-E-R-A-K-I underscore media underscore management on Instagram. Send me a little message. Let me know that you listened to this podcast episode and that you're looking for some free advice. I can always send some your way after having a quick look at your profile. Happy to help any and every single business owner that comes across our Meraki Media Management page if we can. Today's topic is really exciting because it's along the lines of getting to the point where you really realize you have to literally give zero F's when it comes to starting a business. You really just cannot care about what other people think. This has been our trend over the past three episodes. And I really made this realization of coming to the ideology that many adults also don't know what they want out of life. They don't know what they want to do with their lives. And if we as young entrepreneurs, as young people can tap into something that we truly love, that we can make money doing, that we can turn into a business, 
that is so rewarding and it's better to do it now, right, than waiting until we're 50 years old and looking back on our lives and thinking, what if, right? That would be terrible. So that is why I took this leap of faith. When I was working at my last position at a local nonprofit, I'm from the greater Philly area, if you guys couldn't tell from my Delco accent, if you're not from the Philly area, that is a county within Philadelphia. It's called Delaware County. It is one of the places where we like to say our slang tends to shine through. So yeah, that's a little background about me. But when I started working for this nonprofit out here in the greater Philly area, I really enjoyed it because when I started working there, they warned me that I would have to wear many hats. We were a very small team and Basically, my job description was to continue to fundraise for the nonprofit whatever that means, right? Because different people come up, different jobs come up, and you have to be very fluid in the nonprofit world, especially when you're working for a nonprofit that is fluid with their fundraisers, right? They have tons of different people that donate towards them. And it all really came down to getting creative, right? Making it a fun way to raise some money for a really great cause. And this fluidity gave me an entry into understanding that it's okay okay to not have a plan. It's okay to not have an exact, you know, marketing plan of exactly what you want. You can flush it out over time. You can develop a campaign over time by just researching through the thing called Google, right? That is actually the only research that I did before I launched the campaign for the local nonprofit that took their Instagram following from 18,000 followers to 500,000 followers in under a month. Literally, all I did was go to Google and Google the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. It was one of the most iconic fundraisers of my childhood. When I started working for a local nonprofit, I knew that I could utilize the information and the structure of the Ice Bucket Challenge, take it and apply it to their business model. And once I did this and it worked, right, we also raised a significant amount of funds for the nonprofit. We had reached our fundraising goal within that first month, which was supposed to be a four month campaign overall. It was so rewarding. And I realized, wow, you can learn so much when you're willing to lean into understanding more about campaigns, hitting the Google and learning more about something on your own and taking it and then applying it to another business model. If it doesn't apply perfectly, how can you sleep on it? How can you meditate on it and think about a better way to reapply it or revamp this whole campaign, right? There's so many successful stories of businesses and business owners that have come prior to us that we can utilize their expertise in our business today by just reading up about it and digesting the information and thinking about how we may be able to apply it to our own. So, Along these lines, I also realized that this meant that 90% of the adults walking this planet, little did I know, I was a little bit naive to this side of the world, they had no clue what they were doing either. They had no clue what they really wanted out of life. Half of 
people are just moving through everyday life, right? We're just trying to get to the next day. We're all just trying to survive. At times, it can be really tough out there, right? So it made me realize if nobody has any idea what they're doing, well, then why can't I take this leap of faith and come up with a new plan of something that I actually want to do instead of going to work for a job that wasn't filling me up anymore. I had a great experience at, but I knew that that was probably the peak of my experience at that certain, you know, position. And it was definitely time for me to move on. It's actually funny, Sean and I ended up quitting our jobs after we had this really great successful campaign. He helped me a lot throughout that because my brain was literally on overload from so many DMs that were coming in with 500,000 followers. It was amazing, but very overwhelming. Um, It's exhausting when you lead a viral campaign. If you have ever put out any type of viral content in the past, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Your DMs like overflow. It's crazy. We quit our jobs. Sean was actually working at a bar at that time and we decided to literally hop on a plane go over to Europe and travel to three different countries along this way I saw how many other people live their lives not how Americans live their lives right like in America especially in the east coast things are very fast-paced people are always working (laughs) people are always working towards the next goal um there's very little sleep especially pre-pandemic right I mean New York City is literally the city that doesn't sleep why do we think because a lot of the business owners in the stock market they're there right a lot of people are business oriented in New York and that's why they tend to literally have crazy lives right it's just the east coast mentality it's the American mentality it's the way we were wired actually it's actually in our blood right when they talk about the American dream and things like that we have to be grateful and thankful that we're here and if we're not showing up for work every day then that brings up some type of guilt for us because we've been given this opportunity to be here and to follow our dreams and if we're not going to work then you know what are we doing with our lives and it gets back into all of that self-doubt and self-talk that we talked about last podcast episode. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, I definitely encourage you to do so. As I was deciphering all of these different ways of life, you know, we're walking through Verona, we're seeing all of these amazing, you know, Italians enjoying their lives. They don't hate work. They actually love life. I mean, Verona is one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been to, one of the most lively, loving, welcoming places I've probably ever been in the world. And people were so warm there. And you picked up on their culture just by observing it. It was beautiful. And I wanted to encapsulate that when I came back home. That was something, that was an emotion that I wanted to feel every day in my life, an ease of living. I didn't want to wake up every day rushing to the gym at 7 a.m. to hurry up and get on the Stairmaster for 30 minutes, to run downstairs to the dirty shower, to shower myself and rush to work with my hair still wet and like my makeup askew, right? To go fundraise for this nonprofit and make sure that I'm showing up and I'm being thankful and I'm being, you know, 
out of gratitude and it was so stressful. There was no time. There was no moment for me to meditate in the morning. There was no time for me to journal about what I actually wanted. There was no space for me to create exactly the life that I wanted to live because every single moment of the day was taken up. I think we all realized this through 2020, right? We all had the time to slow down. We all had the time to reflect. And that's really why The End in Mind is somewhat turned into a personal development podcast, right? That's kind of who I am as a person. I I care a lot about people. And when I saw what was happening, even as Sean would work at a bar, you know, if you've ever worked in the food industry or the service-based industry and restaurants, it's exhausting. I mean, he would work such long hours endlessly. He would come home and have to sleep the entire day because he was working all night. We didn't even get to spend time together until we went on this trip. And once we had these moments to actually really get to know each other, sometimes we were even just hanging out in the apartment, right? We actually went to Dublin first. We got to go there during St. Patty's Day. It was amazing. Again, in embellish ourselves into the culture and really get to know people. So I saw how the Irish lived such an ease to their life and they really approach life in a different way. They want to be happy. They are happy all the time and it's almost oozing out of them. And when I had come back home to the U.S., I realized how miserable we all can be, right? If we're constantly moving on to the next job or working towards the next goal, Do we even take time to look at the accomplishment and look at what we actually just made happen, right? I knew that when I had had this campaign go viral, if I just jumped into starting a business, I probably would have started a business not out of integrity, right? Out of necessity of just needing to move to the next thing and feeling so stressed. I had to take time to reflect and think about what I wanted my life to look like and how could I develop a business around that lifestyle? And that's exactly what Meraki Media has turned into. Now, that's not to say that I don't have many sleepless nights, right? Or many late nights working into the evening evenings with my clients on phone calls, you know, early mornings, getting up to make sure content's correct. That that by no means is what I'm saying at all. And I was willing to take that fluidity of a lifestyle and change my whole outlook on life, really. I mean, I wasn't going to work for anyone else. I had decided that while I was on vacation there. And As I mentioned a few episodes ago as well, when I came home, people were pretty shocked to hear that I wasn't going to go back to work. And at the time, I was living at my mom's house. So I'm sure in the back of their head, they thought that I was going to freeload, right? (laughs) Just kind of ride on the coattails of their success. And that was never my intention And knowing that my intention was to start a business, to purchase a home, to become a CEO, to eventually become a multiple homeowner and maybe even a landlord, right? These are all goals that I know that I have for myself and I'm constantly working towards them and they're in the forefront of my mind, which all comes back to the meaning of the end in mind and why knowing this lifestyle and knowing what you want to build for yourself is so important and the reason why this realization of coming to that all of these other people in the world 
are possibly fulfilling a lifestyle that they really don't want to fulfill. It's actually completely out of alignment for them. If it's not, then maybe they love it, right? And they love to go to work every day and that fills them up and that's what encourages them. And maybe they just live a different type of lifestyle than me, but at least they know that's what fills them up. They know that their job is actually bringing them joy and not deterring from that joy. I think as coming from America and being born here in the Northeast where things are so fast, and even if you're just from the U.S., right? We're just a little bit fast paced, even if you're not from the U.S. And maybe you just have these types of workaholic tendencies, right? That's really what it is. We're all somewhat of workaholics. And if we can tone it back again, become more self-aware of those tendencies and realize, okay, am I moving my life towards exactly what I want? Or am I holding myself back? Because the real part of coming to this realization of understanding that so many people in our world are not even sure what they want is because they don't give themselves the freedom to manifest absolutely anything. A few weeks ago, I actually put out an Instagram story about I asked you all if you've ever let yourself daydream and dream about anything that you could possibly have in the world, anything in the world. What do you desire, right? For some people, it might just be that lifestyle, right? For some people, it's not money. For some people, they just want to be comfortable in their lifestyle and go to work every day doing something they love. For some people, they enjoy working for other people and they've actually grown to really drive their business forward right through the organization that they're working for and that fulfills them. But if we're not aware, then how are we supposed to know? I remember when I was working at the nonprofit and my mentor, actually my supervisor, He was really encouraging about trying new ways to fundraise and he was very open to me bringing new ideas to the table and that is one of the reasons why I started to believe that you could construct anything out of anything you know if these amazing people that do great work are developing a foundation for their son that has passed away and now doing great work for cancer patients. Why couldn't I take the experience that I had and apply that to other businesses as well and help as many business owners as possible develop their ideal client community online if it worked here? How could I make it work again? And when we came back from Europe, that is exactly what I did. I had a few clients that word of mouth had heard about the success of me working for the nonprofit. I used their accounts as guinea pigs to test out my strategies through posting, outreach, engagement, rhetoric I was using. We tested it all. And without that testing, it would have been really hard for me to know if I was producing something that was worth value to business owners. When you're getting into business, it's really important to know that there's a market there, right? Project Me with Tiffany, who I'm always talking about, you guys, if you don't listen to her podcast, it's definitely worth a listen. She shares tons of business strategies, really great info. And she's always, always, always talking about how these people need to start to think about if they're creating a product that is actually marketable and that there is a market there for it. It's really hard 
when you start a business not knowing if there's a necessity or a need for it. Who's going to purchase it then, right? You have to create the necessity out of whatever you love, out of whatever you enjoy doing, right? Maybe it's not your hobby, but it's something that you enjoy doing that you want to put some of your chips into and give it a go. Is there a market there? And how can you make it valuable for your potential ideal client in the future? You guys hear me say all the time on this podcast, when I entered into the social media space, I was very scared and weary because if you think about social media managers three years ago, they were not regulated right at all by any means. People were just popping up Instagram posts for people, charging them money, sometimes including hashtags, sometimes not. Sometimes they had the knowledge, sometimes not, right? It all was very across the spectrum. And that really bugged me as a business owner because I could only imagine if I was paying a certain amount of money towards a social media manager to drive leads towards my business goals every month and they're not fulfilling those goals, what is the point, right? What is the point of the money going out? I would rather put my money towards something that I know is going to get me leads or a marketing tool like a podcast that's going to be able to help me reach a larger audience, right? So that was one of the biggest issues or loopholes that I had found in the market. So I knew if I could somewhat guarantee, right, 15 to 30 ideal client followers a week to my ideal client, then they would be able to trust me. And then I could even show them how to develop sales funnels through their direct messaging strategy to make sure that every day we're pushing those people more and more towards their business goals. And then maybe I even show them and compare. For example, one of my clients, we just had a client call yesterday actually, and she shared with me that the number of website clicks that we got last month, which was 30, I believe, she also had the same amount of applications to be in her doggy daycare. So that correlation directly shows her that at some point somewhere, Instagram is helping her convert more leads off of the application, right? And that's all from us being more present on the app and showing up for her three days or five days a week, right? Because we all have different business goals. It depends exactly how much time you want to allocate towards application and what's going to work for you and your business. Now, I can definitely help you with this if you're thinking, you know, yes, I need that. Yes, I would love 15 to 30 ideal client followers a week. Oh, I totally need help with this outreach and lead gen. Send me a DM. I want you guys to reach out to me. I can help you as much as possible and we can even share our packages with you. We are currently redeveloping our website and our packages will be available all on our website for everyone to be able to view. But I can send you the packages personally until then. And then you will be able to know, okay, here's the price points. You know, this is going to work for me. This isn't. And I really need management. You know, one of the packages that I recently built out, I just renamed all of my packages, the phases of the moon, very in alignment for Meraki Media. I like to call my logo the Meraki Moon. When I was building out the packages, I put together a engagement and lead generation package for my clients because some of my clients actually really enjoy content creation and that's not a pain point of theirs. They enjoy hopping online, utilizing videos, 
putting together photos, carousel images, and they like to keep their intellectual property close, right? Then they will hire us to do their lead generation strategy. They will hire us to do outreach for their ideal clients and enter into those conversations for them also because we have the expertise and the past, right? The past experience we have working with clients to help you craft those messages a little bit faster. So we know which rhetoric works and which doesn't. We also know how to test that in a short amount of time. And we know when to pivot the message if it's fallen short. And these packages are great for anyone that, again, wants to keep their intellectual property, but is looking to grow their Instagram account and maybe just doesn't have the time to do so on their own. So of course, if you guys are interested in that, feel free to shoot me a quick DM. But coming back to this idea of realizing that Honestly, every person in the world has no clue what they're doing. I share with you guys constantly, Meraki Media is always testing and experimenting new things. It's not only social media that's constantly changing, right? There's no guarantees in life. Half of us are trying to plan something, you know, next week, next month. Now we all know. We don't even know what's coming tomorrow, right? Let's be honest. The world has changed so much. And the more we lean into this unknown and get comfortable with the unknown, the less we are to resist it. And that is really what I believe when it comes to realizing that no one has any idea what we're doing. No one can really plan for anything. And we're all semi shooting in the dark that there is a community there, right? There is some sense of calmness, as that is said, at least for me, knowing that if we don't all know, at least we all don't know together. And the more we can admit that to one another and create this community and support one another as small businesses, the more we can think and reach into our future and growing our businesses together. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the End in Mind podcast. If you don't mind and you have a few minutes, please take 30 seconds to leave us an Apple podcast review. Please drop your Instagram handle in there. If you do so, you will be entered into a free 90 minute sit down with me. And I would love to work with all of you and any of you. Unfortunately, we can only choose one lucky winner where you get a quiz prior. You get to pick any up to three three topics and we come with your notes prepared. It's all based around and catered to your own personal business. We can also help you with lead generation as well and crafting those messages if you would like to try it out on your own at first. So thank you guys so much and I look forward to seeing you and hearing from you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.